ITR's Trend Talks. I am Connor Lokar, an economist and speaker here at ITR Economics. I thank you for checking in with us early in our Trend Talk series here. Uh, today we are going to talk, be talking about gross domestic product and the fact that it is slowing down and it will continue to slow down here in 2019 into early 2020. And this will be the slowest rate of rates of growth that we've experienced for U.S. GDP since the Great Recession. Now. That can be a frightening statement. That can be a frightening sentence. So uh, to start off foundationally, uh, put simply, GDP, U.S. Gross Domestic Product, it is a broad measure of any nation's overall economic activity. It is really an economic catch-all uh, that is re really measuring um, in dollars uh, everything produced in a country. When we look at the United States, it is a essentially a monetary value of all finished goods and services uh, produced within a country's borders in uh, that period in time. It includes private and public consumption. So this includes government outlays as well as private sector investment, uh, exports minus imports. So that will capture the trade deficit within the United States. And we measure that in chain dollars. So I'm gonna be talking about real, which is in an economic context, that means inflation adjusted GDP. Now, when we break down GDP, and for the record in calendar 2018, uh, we were looking around 18.7 trillion dollars for US gross domestic product. That is first and foremost, a staggering sum. That is the largest economy in the world, in case you were wondering. Some people might think China is larger than the United States. That is not true. The United States is the 600 pound gorilla, the king of the hill, whatever you want to call it, we are the largest economy in the world. Now, the majority of that, the straw stirring that drink, is the consumer. We see the consumer is the dominant force when it comes to the US economy. Their ability, willingness, and really confidence to consume and purchase goods and services in the United States is the primary driver for the US economy. When we look at you know, export activity, when we look at foreign markets, we are not reliant on foreign consumers purchasing US-made goods and then exported out uh, for our demand in the same way that a Germany or a Japan or China, for example, does. It is really the domestic consumer that's driving the US uh, economy. Now we do see, again, with that public sector in inclusion in GDP, around a quarter, or excuse me, around one-fifth uh, of US gross domestic product, very roughly speaking, is government expenditure. So if you are tied to government contracts, that is, you know, GDP is going to be an effective metric for you. And then uh, around 15% or so is roughly business investment. So when we look at the US economic benchmarks, there's really two. Now, if you're a longtime ITR follower, you know that one of our preferred metrics is US industrial production. Now, that is uh, published by the Federal Reserve Board versus uh, the Bureau of Economic Analysis that releases our quarterly GDP readings. And that is an effective metric uh, for a lot of our clients that are heavy involved, heavily involved in the industrial space. They are tried to, tied to broader industrial activity, manufacturing, commodity cycle movements, and overall manufacturing. But those of you that want to follow GDP, you are going to be a bit more insulated from you know, that heavy industrial activity, tied a bit more closely to the consumer, for again, as I said, public sector spending, if you're tied to government contracting, state and local spending, uh, and just general commercial activity tied to broader good and service volumes within the US. So when we look at the challenges coming here in 2019, if, if some of our heavy industrial clients that felt the distress of the 2015 and 16 industrial commodity downturn, then you know you were you're looking as perhaps less 
cautiously at 2019 because you have felt some meaningful turbulence since the Great Recession. But for those of you that were entirely insulated from that 2015-16 downturn, then 2019, uh, it is not going to be a negligible event. It is going to be a tangible, noticeable slowdown. But when I say slowest sense and Great Recession in the same sentence, that can be frightening. Uh, and we need to apply the proper level of caution because slowest since 2010 or worst since 2010 is not the same as as bad or as disastrous as 2008-2009. That is not what we are saying. And, and at present, we do not expect outright negativity in U.S. gross domestic product in 2019. We do, however, expect those growth rates for U.S. GDP to descend throughout the year and you're going to start feeling some headwinds in your face. Things are going to get harder. The growth that you achieved in 2018, it is going to be exceedingly difficult to match that from your organic mature market segments. You're going to have to go out and attack different areas, perhaps with new product segments, new industry or market segments you're targeting to see that same growth because the rising tide uh, is not going to be rising beneath your feet the way it was in the last 12, 18, 24 or so months. We do expect sub 1% GDP growth for 2019. I contrast that with our two other post-recessionary uh, since the Great Recession low points in 2015. We saw growth rates tick down to as low as 1.3% in 2011. As we were normalizing coming out of the Great Recession, we saw growth rates ebb down to 1%. So this, we expect growth to be out about as half as fast uh, as that here in 2019. Uh, but this is not cutting to the bone here. This is not preparing for a great recession type of event. You just want to stay lean and ride through this deceleration as profitably as possible because we see a litany of factors uh, out there that are confirming this slowdown when we look at consumer expectations uh, that are starting to decelerate year on year. We see business optimism in the small business community is starting to approach retrenchment. We see asset allocation swinging away from equities. We obviously saw our equity market pressure in the fourth quarter of 2018, which was a bit of a shock to the consumer and general investor alike. Uh, we've seen a response in slowing consumer sales and, and retail sales there. And really, we see a fading tax reform bump in 2019. Uh, 2018 was an excellent year, but we see that bump, that sugar high is starting to wear off. We're going to see business investment slow down and soften in 2019 being a huge uh, part of that slowdown. So you want to make sure, you know, if you're a project-based business, a lumpier business, you want to make sure you're filling the funnel for 2019. Coming out with proactively aggressive bids, making sure you're securing those contracts and volumes before your competitors sense that slowing. Uh, tied. You want to tailor your marketing message and your sell around a slowing economy. Your customers' needs are going to be different this year. Your needs are going to be different this year. And really just make sure you're managing your cash flow here in 2019. Make sure you can sustain a quarter or two or potentially more of flat to negative revenue growth year on year. So again, slowest sense, but not as bad as the Great Recession coming here in 2019. I thank you for checking in with us and for our ITR Economics Trend Talks. I'm Connor Lokar.